0: Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up, guys? In this video, I'm gonna be going through my start sits at the tight end position, and let's just get right into the first Thursday night matchup where we have the Cowboys taking on the Saints. For the Cowboys, I think you can continue to rely on Dalton Schultz as like a back-end tight end one. I think he definitely loses some safety and ceiling. You know, once you have all those weapons there with Cooper, Lamb, and Gallup, but I still think he's someone who's going to be involved, you know, on a game-to-game basis. For the Saints, there's just nothing going on here at the tight end position. With Adam Troutman out, I still just do not trust Jawan Johnson, so I'm just going to be sitting any of those Saints tight ends. Moving on to the Sunday games, the Giants take on the Dolphins. For the Giants, you know, you really can't trust any of these tight ends. Kyle Rudolph, Evan Ingram, especially with Daniel Jones out and Mike Glennon coming in. I mean, I have even less trust in these guys and I already had basically zero. For the Dolphins, Mike Isecki definitely hasn't shown those ceiling games as of late, but I still think he's someone you can trust as like a mid to back end tight end one. Then in this Colts-Texans game, just nothing going on here at the tight end position that I'm interested in. Jack Doyle is coming off of a really nice game against the Bucks, but I mean, we've seen this movie before. It's gonna be Mo'Ally Cox getting like two receptions for six yards and a touchdown this Sunday. So I'm still just gonna be fading both of these guys. For the Texans, it looks like Brevin Jordan the number one tight end there. I still just can't trust any Texans weapons not named Brandon Cooks. Moving on to the Vikings-Lions game, I'm gonna be sitting at Tyler Conklin. He was someone who had a nice run of being like a fringe start every single week. The last two games, he just has not been as involved in the offense. So he's gonna be a sit. TJ Hawkinson is a start really just battling the overall lack of passing volume in that offense, but he continues to come through. He does not have a safe floor, but he can give you like those six for 80 and a touchdown games. And you can't really find that for a lot of these tight ends. So definitely more of like a mid-tier tight end one option in the Eagles Jets game. Dallas Goddard is a start here. It's definitely not something I feel super confident in. He's like a borderline top 12 tight end for me. This is a good matchup against the Jets. Hopefully the Eagles can get some passing volume going for both Goddard and Devonta Smith. So he's a start, just not a super confident one for the Jets, nothing going on here. Ryan Griffin is a sit. In this Cardinals-Bears game, I actually may be trusting both of these tight ends. I think Zach Ertz is a solid play, really no matter what. For the Bears, I do have Cole Komet listed as a start, but that is if Allen Robinson misses this game. So if we're just looking at Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney, as the top two targets, I trust them. If A-Rob is back, I'd prefer to have him on the bench. In this next matchup between the Chargers and the Bengals, I'm really just gonna be fading the tight end position in this one. Jared Cook, Donald Parham, that's a full on tight end by committee. Don't want either of those guys. For the Bengals, CJ Ozama showed some, you know, really solid performances early in the season, just has not kept up any consistency. And we have not seen one of those boom games in a while. So definitely a sit there in a divisional game between the Buccaneers and the Falcons. I mean, Rob Gronkowski has got to be a lock in lineups moving forward. I think when I did my rest of season tight end rankings, I had Gronk at tight end five. I believe that's where it was behind Kelsey, Waller, Andrews, and then Kittle. I honestly think you can make an argument for him ahead of Kittle. At this point, he's an integral part of this offense. He looks healthy. And so he's a locked in start for the Falcons. Kyle Pitts has definitely been very, very disappointing. And it's not really his fault. You know, I wasn't a huge fan of him coming into the season just because, you know, the whole history with rookie tight ends, it's not great. He showed some flashes early in the season, but now with Calvin Ridley out dealing with his mental health, I mean, defenses can just lock in on Kyle Pitts because there's really not much going on there in that offense, you know, besides Cordell Patterson. So he's a start, but honestly, at this point in the season, he's more of like a back-end tight end one in this Jaguars Rams matchup. Not interested in either of these guys. You know, James O'Shaughnessy is an interesting play in like much deeper leagues with Dan Arnold going on IR. He was targeted five times in their week 12 game. Still, you just can't trust really any of these Jaguars weapons. For the Rams, Tyler Higby has showed some flashes, really just has not produced as of late. So he is going to be a sit as well. Then we're gonna move on to the Washington football team taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. And for Washington, I'm going to be sitting Logan Thomas. He definitely saw some quality targets in their game against the Seahawks. You know, he was actually a guy targeted on that Heineke interception. That was almost a big play for Logan Thomas. He was also targeted in the red zone, could not come down with the ball. That would have been a touchdown. So it's good to see that the opportunities are there. I just need to see one solid, you know, productive fantasy game from him. And then I think we can put him back in as like a solid tight end in your lineups. For the Raiders, I have Darren Waller here listed on the graphic, but it looks like he may not be playing this week. Obviously, if he's good to go, he's a start. If he is out though, his backup, Foster Moreau, is definitely someone to keep your eye on. I honestly think I'd feel comfortable starting him because we saw Waller miss a game earlier this season. And I mean, Foster Moreau just took over that exact same workload. It wasn't like splitting time between two or three tight ends. I mean, he was the guy, I think he had like a six for 60 in a touchdown stat line. So definitely someone that I think if you're desperate, you can plug in as a solid option. In the divisional game between the Ravens and the Steelers, I think you can trust both of these tight ends. Mark Andrews is a high-end tight end one, probably gonna be the tight end two in my weekly tight end rankings behind Travis Kelsey. And then Pat Fryermuth just continues to get it done He's a very, very solid red zone threat and still sees some volume on top of that. So great to see from Firemuth and he is going to be a start in the 49ers Seahawks game. You're going to continue starting George Kittle. He's going to have some of these games where he's just not super involved. They're going to be super focused on the run. He's going to be used as a blocker. It's unfortunate, but those games are going to happen. But you're also going to see the games where he's like six for 60 and a touchdown. And that's why you keep him in your lineups. For the Seahawks, Gerald Everett's kind of become a fringe guy and it's impressive because he's been putting up numbers You know really when the team has been performing terribly So if they can start to click some things together He's definitely established himself as probably like the number three target on this team So just something to keep an eye on but right now with how poorly that overall offense is playing I just don't think you can trust them And now we've got the sunday night game between the broncos and the chiefs and this one may come as a surprise but I'm actually going to be sitting Noah Fant. I'm really just done with a lot of these Broncos pass catchers. You got Noah Fant, Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton, Tim Patrick. They all need the ball, and I'm sorry, but Teddy Bridgewater is just not going to be that guy. None of these players have any ceilings. You know, if one of these guys has a good game, you know, 80, 100 yards you're basically taking up almost 50% of the passing volume. So really all these players are just unable to coexist as like solid fantasy options when they're all together in this offense. And that just leads me to not trust Noah Fant moving forward. For the Chiefs, no brainer, Travis Kelsey, tight end one. And then the final game of the week, Patriots-Bills. For the Patriots, I don't trust Hunter Henry or Johnny Smith. Earlier in the season, Hunter Henry was a top tier red zone threat for the Patriots getting into the end zone a ton. That's actually why I had him as a uh, sell high candidate a few weeks ago, just because the volume did not match the touchdowns and it was not sustainable. Now we're starting to see some of those games where he doesn't get into the end zone, finishes with like two receptions for 20 yards. We're going to see those games. So I don't trust either of these tight ends. For the Bills, Dawson Knox continues to be involved. And I think he's a solid tight end start this week. And that is going to wrap it up for this video. If you enjoyed the content, do me a huge favor. Hit that like button. If you are not subscribed, you want to see more content like this, please just hit that subscribe button. It helps me out a ton. Thank you guys so much for stopping by. If you want to see more start sit videos, I have my running backs, wide receivers, and quarterback videos already posted. So if you haven't seen them, go check it out. But thank you guys so much for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.